subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett are back again, and we're excited to be sharing more time with you today. As we get into all of our discussions, as we always do, if you want to learn more about what made this podcast be what it is and started this whole thing off, and you want to know the backbone of everything that we talk about for the most part, you can go to the ninja you can go to ninjaselling.com. <laughs> you can go to the ninjasellingpodcast.com and find go- all of our episodes. There's a search plug at the top right. You can go search for any of our episodes Did to you get steal back my to intro? number one to know where it all began. I just figured I'd help you out a little bit. <laughs> just, I made one little mistake and the whole intro got stolen. <laughs> hey, this is teamwork, man. It's teamwork. It is teamwork. All right. Well, <laughs> Matt, let's jump in. We're going to talk about a customized business today. And what does a customized business look like? And uh, I'm excited to go down this path, kind of kick this around with you. Yeah, I think, you know, and what's fun about talking about this is it's going to be different for everybody too. Like we can't, necessarily tell you, well, this is exactly how a customized business looks like. And all of you go do this because then it's not really so customized anymore. And I I think there's two aspects of this, Garrett. There's customized from a maybe a brand perspective or from an agent's point of view. And there's customized from the client point of view. And and what is worth customizing and what's not worth customizing? I, I mean, I think that's a big question that a lot of people face. Well, I think this is a like an agent's opportunity to be unique and to be able to set themselves apart. And there's again, is there's there's definitely like unique services provided that you can offer to your clients. There's also how you again, as you were just saying, how you show up in the community, how you show up. And this goes to the novelty side of pieces that I think a lot of agents kind of shy away from a little bit. But uh, there's two aspects to this, and there's. You said it. I don't know how you said it. You said there was like there's certain times to be unique and there's certain times there's certain times to be customized. How did you just say that, Matt? Well, I think they're they're uh, deciding what should be customized and what shouldn't. My my biggest thought, and this is a conversation to have a lot of people, is like say the pre listing packet as an example, right? Yes. Should I just have them ready to go, or should I wait and customize the pre listing packet with a cover and you know different content inside for each person? Is it worth it to do something like that? That is where I was listening to you and going like, okay, that's what I was thinking about is you can overly customize some things sometimes and all of a sudden you're, you are wasting time, spending way too much of your time and energy in those areas. But I do think that there are places that you can offer services in your business as you like, Matt, let's talk about the listing side of this for a second, because yeah. when you're listing a property, you have tons of opportunity to go with status quo to do exactly what we've been taught and trained to do. This is how you list a home. And there's other opportunities to step outside that box and offer something that's just a little bit unique, different, sets you apart. And this is like one of the areas I look at first of like where you can really customize your business in the way the public can see you. Yeah. And I think, so when you say the way the public can see you too, right, on a listing side, tell me more about that. Because I think, let's start there because I think when a lot of people think customized, they also think, hey, how do people see that it's customized beyond just the one person who's experiencing the customization? Yeah. So like when, I mean, because there's there's two sides, there's the results for the client and then there's also your public perception of who you are. And so when I look at like a listing, for example, we have these opportunities where we can say, okay, we're going to do a a special open house just for the neighborhood. You know, we get this chance to go and walk this neighborhood and and invite people down and create this unique environment that's not a sales 
pitch or things like that. But that's the general way the public is going to see us. It's like, man, that was really nice of that realtor to do. They don't, I mean, for the most part, I mean, I can go and talk to most realtors in most marketplaces that are not doing that. I can look at all the homes that sold on my street within the last you know, two years. And I never got invited down for a little open house just for the neighbors. This is a perception thing that if any realtor did it in my neighborhood, I might remember them more than all the rest of the realtors that we have that are around us. I just thought of a really good idea that would be customized in that venue, right? Yes. Not just an open house for the neighbors, but what if you hosted a market class or just like, hey, you know what? Instead of just the traditional open house here, since we have this new listing, we do want to showcase the home. But also as a courtesy to the neighborhood, we're going to have uh, invite all you for a session where we're going to talk about the current state of the market and even show them how they price the house, right? What, what, How crazy would that be if you pull out the focus first or whatever you use? Maybe that's going too far, but providing that little customized experience for the community around you. I mean, that's definitely... And that's something you could build into your process. That's not necessarily something that has to be like this heavy lift every single... Like you could just build, hey, this is part of what we like to do. Great benefit to the seller because they're going to get traffic through their home. They're going to get people talking about that home, right? Which is always a good thing. So Matt, you took it to like a graduate level. Like I was just like, invite the neighbors down. You're like, hold a seminar. I just thought of that. I just thought about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Never thought about it before. So hot new ideas. We need a big enough venue though. I need to like rent out like the local like theater so we could do it on the level that we need to do it, depending on how big the neighborhood is. Well, yeah, I guess it's true. I think it's a cool idea though. Like I think like these are all the little things that you look at and say, how far can we take it? And I think you can go big with something like that if you are the right person that wants to go and pull that off and make that part of your business. But there's also the small things. When you look at just listing a house and how can you do stuff a little bit different and you know, you look at over the years, like just the the flyer you put in a flyer box, if you even want to have a flyer box, but like I always laughed at that because you could have the standard black and white photocopy and you could move up to these higher end things. So it's like, oh, I don't do flyer boxes. I have QR codes because it links them into a special website that I created specifically for this listing. Like there's all these different levels you can take this to that makes people walk away and go, that's special, that's unique, that's different than all the other realtors that I know. Yeah. So that's the simple things on like a listing side. And there's more stuff, Matt. And we could talk about having all the all the plans done up. Yeah. And the customized stuff that you can do for the client too, right? Like where you build in like, hey, we're we're I'm gonna bring flowers to the listing appointment or something like that. Or yep. we're gonna provide this additional service. Now I do think when it comes to customization, a lot of us think, oh, I need to provide more services. And this is where I caution people a little bit because you can start to just spend money, spend money, spend money in the name of customization without necessarily providing exponential value, right? You may be providing linear value. Like had a conversation with an agent, actually, um, he probably wouldn't mind, well, Hopefully he wouldn't mind me sharing his name. <laughs> Creighton Faust in uh, Lehigh Valley, fantastic agent with Remax there. And we were talking about a listing that unfortunately he didn't get due to a, a cleaning fee. Um, and the conversation, I guess, with the seller was a little unclear, but the seller just wanted more and more and more things. And the conversation was like, well, he provides the customized experience of having a great process and providing his time and expertise. Like that's his customization that he brings in. And it is incredibly valuable by starting to just 
dollar add these little things. Now, on a case by case, you could certainly make a judgment call. This particular house didn't need to be cleaned. So it was very unclear on why this was happening. Yep. But it was, you can go too far of saying, hey, I'm going to add this, I'm going to add this, I'm going to add this, I'm going to add this. And all of a sudden, your net profit's gone. Right. And yeah, you have a highly customized business, but you're also not making any money. So you can't scale it to then share that customization with more people. Whereas when it's your when it's your time, when it's your expertise, when it's your personal brand and time and attention with a client, showing up to a customer service call and asking them about them and their weekend, that's customization as well that can be built into your process. And the reason why it's customized is because you're focused on that person. Right. And that's the conversation that Creighton I had, which is the thing that he does, which I think is fantastic, which is why he's as good as he is. I just heard you correctly. You're saying that a super customized business could just be making a customer service call regularly and asking about the other person. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay, good. I just said that's that's super customized. Yeah. But the scary part is it is. It is. And I think this is this is the confusion because yes. Putting a special pre-listing packet together that has their name on the front of it is customized, right? Yes. But what's the value of that customization versus really knowing the client? You know, like Larry's talked about this in the installation back when we used to, this was the early days of the installation, when we used to have a lot of paper, like having the folder of your client, like when they come in for the consultation with their name already on it, showing like, hey, I have a special file for you. That's a customized experience. Showing that like, you're not just a number, yep. like- you're a client. We have a name and a folder and things for you. Having the person at the front desk be able to greet you by name when you walk in the door to be like, Mr. Mr. Thompson, Matt Benelli has been waiting for you. Have a seat here in the lobby. I'm going to let him know you're here. Like that little piece yeah. can customize you and set you apart and cost nothing. And I think those are the things that really customize your business versus adding this service on top of it. Now, you can certainly add services, but I don't think that's necessarily what makes your business customized. That's just what makes your service more robust, which is also a value add, but not necessarily a customization. So along this customization route, Matt, I think first what you can do with your own personal business is just take a step back and take inventory of all the things you do. Every aspect of how you show up. When it's with a listing, how do I show up? What do I offer? What do I look like? All the moving parts, same thing with the buyer, same thing with all your vendors and everybody that you work with. Take a step back and say, how do I show up differently and customize to the world that's around me? Because sometimes just calling your vendors to thank them for the work that they did when they were there helping you out get your deal processed, that could be a customized piece that doesn't cost any money, but it's one of those little things that makes people say, wow, that's different than every other realtor I got to work with today. The more you can customize this business and stand out, that's the thing that people want to refer to. It's the things that people want to talk about. It's what they want to share. And uh, I kind of made the joke, and I and I hope everybody takes this the right way, but there are times like I'm at real estate conferences and I can stand in the room full of realtors and it's like, there's a lot of the same here. And then every once in a while, one will kind of walk out or start talking or sharing ideas and they like stand out of the crowd and instantly they kind of take... They take the energy space there and you can be like, okay, that person is customized. That's somebody that I, is unique from all these other ones that are around them right now. And our industry offers us a lot of space to be unique, to step up just a little bit and be able to all of a sudden be unlike everybody else. And I think that's that's what I would encourage everybody first is really look at who you are and all the pieces you bring to the table up front. And Matt, what do you think? 
Yeah, I agree. I think um, a lot of agents focus on, you know, their logo, their colors, you know, and all that stuff. And, and then, you know, oh, this is me building the, a customized business. And, and I'm not saying it isn't because those things are unique, but everybody has their logo. Everybody has, you know, something like that. And those not saying that those things aren't important, but that isn't necessarily what really makes you customize. I look at it's the experience, right? Like you were saying, you could just tell through interacting with the different agents who was customized and who wasn't. And I would probably say it's because they made you feel a certain way, right? They made you feel like your experience in talking to them was customized to you. And I think that's the key. If you are if you want to look at all these aspects of your business, what are the points where we can interject this feeling to the client where they feel like something's happening just for them? It's only for them. Even though like you can go through a whole process like, there's a restaurant here, or it's a it's a chain, it's a biscuit thing. Forget what the actual name is. <laughs> Sounds delicious. I mean, how horrible is that, right? And it's probably because they dropped doing this thing that they did when they first opened, which was instead of asking your name when they took the order, they asked the question of the week, which was like, hey, what was your first rock concert? Um, what's your favorite car? What's your favorite color? All these, you know, unique questions. This must have been a training that went around for a while. I had Starbucks do this to me the other day and I made them very uncomfortable with my answers. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was, right? But they've and they stopped doing it, which is maybe why I can't remember the name. Uh, Maple Street Biscuit, that's what it's called. And it was it, that is a customized experience. Instead of just calling even just your name is a customized experience. But when they call out, you know, your first rock show, Rolling Stones which was my first concert. Very cool, by the way. See the Rolling Stones is your first one. It's like, oh, cool, right. It brings back memories. And I'm like, man, I have a new experience here versus just hearing my name being called, right? Yeah. And I think these are the things that you can build into a process that is is happening for every single person, but it is customized for every single person at the same time. You look at that, like the minute you brought it up, I can think of, I don't know, a thousand times I've been through the Starbucks drive-thru. I can remember that one time, though, that that one person asked me a question, and I still remember what the question was because we all laughed and it was hysterical in the cars we were going through. But it, it is that little moment that reminds me, it ties me into that. Now, Matt, I do want to share with you, though, like just to be a little devil's advocate with you, like, yeah. like everybody's got their logo, everybody's got their website. Yeah. But then you take someone like the Teal Estate agent. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, Sarah's built an entire brand around a color. But there's a story to that too, right? There is a story that she shared, which if you guys go search on our website, um, Adventures in Teal Estate or just Sarah, Sarah Johnston, you'll find the episode we did with Sarah where she shares how the teal came about. That is customized. You're right. And that is a different... That's not an experience for each person, but it also is telling you the kind of experience you're going to get. Yes, exactly. And I think it's so. So there's so many ways. Like I don't want to take out like, well, everybody's got a, maybe a customized logo because they don't. And there's places you can take a customized logo that makes people talk about you. There's so many ways you can customize yourself and your business to be something unique. And this is where I think, again, there's just, we just need to take that one step further, that one step outside of our box, looking in different areas. And it's different for every one of you. And that's where it becomes customized. So I want to, I want to separate these two things real quick, Garrett, as we continue down this path, we have customization of the brand of the business, right? Yep. Which is more than just logo and colors. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. 
And then there's the customization of the customer experience mm-hmm. as well, right? And and those two can happen together or they can also be separate, right? Like you don't have to have some crazy brand to have a customized experience. And just because you have a customized brand, which is awesome and, and unique, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a customized customer experience. Also doesn't mean that either one is more valuable than the other necessarily. No, they're just, they're, they actually all kind of work in a big picture together, but you're right. There's two separate things we're talking about here. And it's like a choose your own adventure. I look at it as like, as you're building a business, it's like, who do I want to be? Do I want to be unique and flashy on this front? And that's going to be my way that I'm going to be customized. Or is it going to be specific services that I'm offering or results that I'm producing that are outside the box that allowed me to have a customized experience? For, you know, having focus first as we talked about another you know podcast back and yeah. you know being able to have scattergrams and all that stuff and being able to show pricing on a different level than others can these are all little customized pieces that you can add in but at the end of the day as you choose your own adventure and as you grow this you're stepping outside the box and this is Matt I think a we need to do another podcast on this specifically on when you step outside the box and you show up different and customize on these levels. Like there's a lot of stuff that comes with that. Oh yeah, there is. Well, you, you get, you get the feedback, right? You get feedback. Oh, <laughs> you don't need to do that. Or why are you doing that? Or why are you making us look bad? <laughs> and there's a lot of that. And that's, that's the stuff I think we can kind of unpack, but Matt, any other thoughts about this? Because again, we can go down a thousand ways that you can make yourself customized. I mean, there's like, I could, we could just do example after example after example. But I think the real thing that I want people to look at is like, you need to sit down and look at you and look at your world and see how you are different on these two different paths. As you said, no one's right. I'll say this. I think the, the brand work is deep work, right? And that can take a long time unless you have like this moment where you're just like, this is it. This is what I'm leaning into, like what happened with Sarah. There is a way you can start customizing right away. And I think that's on the experience side for the customer. And I would I would challenge everybody to look at your entire customer journey, which is from the time somebody raises their hand to say, I'm, I'm thinking about buying or selling real estate, right? That's when the journey starts. Not I'm definitely, I'm thinking. You're starting that conversation. You now have permission to talk about real estate. All the way up to one year after closing. Right. I look at that as the customer journey. Now people then stay customers for life, but like I would like consider that the active customer journey. Then after the year is is still opportunities for customization and experiences. But look at that entire journey there and say, hey, what at what point can I do something that's just a little bit different that is customized to the client? Whether that's a handwritten note, some flowers that go out making sure that I ask these questions as I'm going through this relationship with them, um, making sure I'm taking the time to do this during the customer service call. Those are the points where you can really truly create a customized experience for someone that's going to get them to say, wow, I feel like this has been designed just for me. And it's because it has. Yeah, It's just being repeated across everybody else too, but it is customized for that person because you're getting to know them. You're getting to understand their wants, needs, their whys, and you're then showing up for them. That's the biggest part. I think that's where everybody can start to build a customized business that'll be different than anybody else's. Just look at that customer journey and interject those things. Well, that's I like what you said is this is where you can start because this is something that you know all the people you're currently working with right now, this is your moment to say, okay, how is this going to be different on their journey for them? I do, as you were saying, like one year out, I was kind of going like, you know, 
simple like real estate review, that would be the last one. If you're looking at a year from when you worked with them, that would be like one of the last pieces to enter in and be like, this is how I'm going to make them have a customized experience moving forward. Just start layering in these pieces that you're like, this is this is the journey. I think it's great. It's a simple place to start. Maybe what we'll do as I like put more work on my plate, it would be fun to like create that a flow in some in some way like or maybe just have somebody else on who can who we can like ping pong with and just be like hey like coming up with that the open house the neighborhood open house and be like hey how can we just take this to like some crazy levels like maybe we just pick like certain sections of the business and be like how do we make this like fully customized right larry does this a little bit sometimes all the i I should say all the instructors when you're in the installation they have these moments where sometimes they go through this stuff and it's like you just keep going until the point where you're like, okay, I think that's getting a little too expensive and a little too like, yeah, we're going to rent out the the entire downtown you know, theater to do this major market update every time we have a listing. It's like, okay, maybe that's pushing it a little bit. We've <laughs> gone too far. <laughs> but what I, what I do think, Matt, from what you're talking about is I would love it if there was a timeline created. Okay, like this is working with the seller. All the way from the moment they say, I'm thinking I want to sell all the way to the time, let's say a year after they've sold. You take this timeline and have these little spots on it that you're like, okay, this is standard, this is standard, this is standard. Here's an opportunity to be customized. You fill in the blank of what you want to have here. Maybe it's sending a bouquet of cookie flowers to somebody at this moment in time, and that's your thing. Maybe it's sending a box of chocolates, you know, because that's your thing. But like customize that out. This is what happens at this moment in time. I think it could make a standard, like these are celebration points. And now this is your chance to customize this moment um, or just go like, yay, you got your offer accepted and move along. <laughs> well, you had mentioned the agent, this was years ago, who gave the wine glasses at the beginning and said, hey, there's going to be moments of celebration. And then at each milestone, sent a um, a bottle of wine. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's awesome. I totally remember that. You know, that's a good one. That's customized for sure. You mentioned cookies, and I just I'll just got to give this company a shout out. Lots of shout outs today, because um, my wife yesterday just received this from a vendor. From it was a box of Dana's cookies. Never heard of them before. Holy cow, man! It is like a macaroon encased in like basically a scone cookie, and it was actually made with like almond flour and stuff, so it's gluten free. So it's I'm not going to go as far as saying it was healthy because it was filled with sugar, <laughs> but. <laughs> It was amazing. So if you're looking for cookies to send out, highly recommend checking out Dana's cookies or Cheryl's cookies is another one. Are you just doing random plugs? Like, hold on a second here. That another client of mine uses. Yeah, just throwing things out. Don't get paid for any of this stuff, by the way. Where did the cookies come from? Is that the connection? Like this customized piece that showed up or did you just like the cookie or... My wife's an interior designer. She does hospitality interior design. And so she is uh, talking to salespeople a lot, vendors, right? People who, you know, carpet companies, tile, all these things. And so they have their, you know, systems to customize the experience to hopefully win business. And one client sent some Dana's cookies. And um, I'd probably, if their product's good, I, I would totally select them because those cookies were delicious. Now, if the product is not good, it's like, thanks for the cookies. I'm still not using your products. <laughs> <laughs> I just was trying to connect the dots. Me talking about a cookie bouquet of flowers to it's okay. I just I was trying to I was yeah, going down it's the like line. The, it's like the car flowers, Garrett. It's like the the car flowers. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I think we've uh, <laughs> we've gone too far. And 
that's that's where we're going to go with this. So, guys, thanks for listening to this. If you if, when we post this one in the Facebook group, go in and like drop your ideas for customization, and maybe we'll pull together a little timeline. I say maybe because we throw out these ideas, and sometimes we get onto other things. And by the time this gets published, I need a little reminder to come back to it. So, plug in your ideas. Um, and we'll see how we can collectively come up with some really cool ideas for customized businesses and workflows. That said, appreciate you guys tuning in. If you do want to join our community where this episode gets posted for you to comment on, go to Facebook and search the Ninja Selling Podcast. You'll find it over 11.5 thousand people, almost 12,000 people in there. It's a fantastic community. And if you want to learn more about Ninja, if you're like, hey, I'm new to Ninja. How do I learn more about Ninja Selling? Well, go to ninjaselling.com. You can learn about coaching, one-on-one coaching, people who can help guide you with your business step-by-step and help you brainstorm and build these customized processes in place. Or maybe you want to go to a four-day training, a Ninja installation. You can find that information there as, as well. So check that out. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. As always, you're the best, and we'll catch you on the next one. I so badly wanted to take over your outro. Yeah, but I didn't mess up. Took over my intro. I didn't trip. Have a good day, everybody. (laughs) If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at theninjaselllingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.